Are you at the place where you're tired of the constant cycle of abuse with narcissist or the narcissist ex that you have in your life? Like you find yourself feeling confused of why they keep coming back, why they keep reaching out to you. Like you've moved on. It's been a year. It's been several months. And you're like, why do they keep contacting me? Maybe you're wondering like if there's a chance that they might change and like the relationship could work or change and like they would finally leave you alone. A lot of times people get confused of why narcissists keep reaching out. Wouldn't it seem like it'd be your best idea just to move on, to leave the other person alone? Why keep reaching out? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I try to help people understand narcissistic abuse from my standpoint, from the things that I've done, from the experiences that I've had, and try to help partner with people each and every day to help them break free of the toxic trauma bond that they're stuck in. Typically, this trauma bond is holding someone so tight, it makes you feel crazy. It makes you feel like you don't know what's right, what's wrong, what's up, what's down, what's north, what's south. It makes you not understand the relationship. Maybe the person's talked to you in word salad or gone around and around in circles to get you to do what they want you to do all the time, never giving you any clear direction of what's happening. Maybe you don't even know your status in the relationship. Maybe you feel lost. Maybe they've disconnected or ghosted you. There's so many different things that can happen that can lock you into a toxic person. However, there's a lot of times when a toxic person leaves, when a narcissist leaves out of your life, but they keep reaching out. Now, this could be because you left. This could be because they left. This is because you broke it off. Whatever it might be, a lot of times people think, okay, this is the last time. I don't have to worry about it. What I want to tell you first and foremost is if you think that, hey, this is the final discard, the only way that you can know if it's the final discard is if you make sure it's the final discard. If you take that step to make sure that they can't contact you ever again, that there's no way for them to show up, but there's no way for them to interact or to message you on social media or text message or whatever it might be, you are the one that's actually going to be in charge of the final discard, not the narcissist. And you understand that. In this video, I want to be able to go over some of the reasons why narcissists keep reaching out, why they keep coming back to you, even if you're an ex, uh, even after the relationship has ended, has fallen apart, maybe because they've left on, they've moved on to another person. And I want to dive into some of the cycle of abuse, how it creates like this false sense of hope and control for the narcissist to be able to come back, manipulate you. If you can understand at least some of their actions, at least some of the things going on, then maybe you can start to break free of the cycle of abuse. But I would caution you and I would warn you that it's not just knowledge and it's not just time, like time heals all wounds, and it's not just no contact that fixes the trauma bond. Ultimately, it's the story that you tell yourself. So you can watch all these videos constantly and still not be free. You can watch my videos, you can watch Lee's videos, you can watch Dr. Romney's videos, you can watch anybody's videos and still not be free. And I say this because we see this all the time. People that come to Raw Motivations and they're a month out, a year out, three years out, and they still are stuck mentally and emotionally. Ultimately, it goes back to the story that you're telling yourself. And right now in this video, the story that you're telling yourself might be that they're not going to reach out, but they keep reaching out. So let's look into that really quick. A narcissist is going to keep coming back to you time and time again, and sometimes to feel like they're in control, like control of the situation. You might have even broken off the situation. You might have even gotten out of the relationship, but they still want to interact to have this power dynamic of feeling like I'm still in control, like I'm still in charge. There's this aspect of having control and power and sometimes reaching out ends up being this way of being able to show that. I'm like, see, they still interact with me. See, they still want me. See, I still have access to this person. 
Until you actually take away a toxic person access to you, they still have control. They still have a power over you. In order to break free of that control, we have to be able to work on the story that you're telling yourself. Before I forget, if you want to go to the link that's in the bio or go to escapetoxicity.com, we've got a seven-day challenge for $7 to help you start to learn how to break free, how to break that bond. When a narcissist keeps reaching out, like this aspect of control happens, but it also serves to be able to keep you in a state of confusion. Of like, wait a second, I thought we were broken up. Now he's texting me like he actually cares about me. Now he's texting me that he actually loves me. There's this push and pull to keep you on edge. And it keeps you like emotionally off balance. You never know when the narcissist might come back in your life. This a lot of times will keep you in the fear and the anxiety and the fog, the fear, the obligation, the guilt. It'll still keep you in that unsure of where the relationship is actually going, unsure of where it's headed. There was a person that I had that I was talking to a client wise and they were at the place where they were just like, I don't actually know where we stand. And I was like, oh, have you talked about it? And she's like, no, like every time I try to talk to him about it, he runs away. Like he blocks me, he goes to me or like he just disappears. He just doesn't respond for like three days. And I'm like, doesn't really sound like that's much of a relationship. But at that point she was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. A lot of times a narcissist will use this as a form of emotional manipulation and emotional control to keep you on the hook. I would do this in like smaller instances, not necessarily in just like breaking up. I would threaten it 100%, but not just like breaking up and ghosting someone, but mainly about like small events. Like you just did something that offended me or that hurt me so that I'm going to pull back. Like I'm not going to interact with you as much. I might still interact with you, not necessarily give you the silent treatment, but it's going to be more cold. Like it's going to be more disconnected. It's going to be like, "Eh, you're kind of dead to me. So like, I don't really want to talk to you. I don't really want to interact. And doing this would put the other person like off balance of like, wait a second. Like, what did I do? Like what actually happened? And oftentimes have them reach back out to me, which meant that I was in control. Okay. So narcissists oftentimes will send you messages, even if you're an ex, like leave you missed calls, show up unexpectedly, causing you to feel on edge, like not sure of what's going to happen. And part of it is the emotional manipulation game. Okay, the other thing is like, you know that narcissists already need like validation and attention. Like that is typical when we talk about narcissists. And a lot of times that craving of attention means they'll reach out even if it's a bad idea, like even if it doesn't make sense. And sometimes people are like, why would they reach out? I exposed him to everybody for the cheater that he is. Like why would he reach out after like he got publicly shamed at his work because of X, Y, and Z? Like why would this even happen? And a narcissist a lot of times will rewrite history. So like that didn't happen. It's not that big of a deal. But they'll do that to be able to have access to you, to be able to come back into your life and to be able to do whatever they want to do. So there's this piece of like, hey, life isn't going so great. Like the new supply isn't working out so well. Or we just had an argument or a fight. Let me go ahead and text someone else. Let me go ahead and reach back out. There's almost this aspect of like this like push-pull of like there has to be someone. Like there has to be someone that wants me in the moment. There has to be someone that's reaching out to me in the moment. Like I discovered this even like in college of like learning like if I tried to study and like sit there and like study all on my own, like it was almost impossible to do. So I'd start to text someone and be like, oh, okay, if I text someone, then I can study for these like couple minutes. Oh, respond to a text, study for these couple minutes. But there always had to be this communication. Like there always had to be an interaction with someone so I'd feel better about myself. It didn't even have to always be 100% about me, but it had to be that they were paying attention. It had to be that they were like communicating back and forth. And a lot of times a narcissist will continue to make contact even after the relationship to get a response out of you. 
And you have to remember a lot of times when we talk about supply, it's not positive or negative, it's anything. Like it's anything that you're going to give a response or a reaction to. When you give those, you start to notice that the narcissist will keep feeding into it over and over because they got what they wanted. They got your attention, they got your validation, they got your response, they got a reaction that made them feel better about themselves, made them feel like they're in control and gave them that admiration or that validation. Now you might also say like, well, I did give them any admiration. I like cussed them out. Be like, still not going to actually help because until that person's willing to be honest and actually view the reality of the situation, even you cussing them out, they can flip around to be like, oh, they still love me. They still want me. I'm still the best thing ever. They're just jealous about me. Like they flip the script. So you have to be able to understand that no contact is really essential with this, okay? Because otherwise you're just gonna validate them a lot of times. Um, one of the other aspects is the aspect of, we talked about control, but then to like reestablish control. Typically in this aspect of a Hoover, of coming back into your life to be able to control you. So it is helpful to know that a Hoover does not mean care. A Hoover is just control. Like a narcissist wants to control you, your thoughts, your manipulation, like the manipulate you, manipulate what you do, where you are, who you're with, isolate you, all these different things. And so when a narcissist ex-partner like reaches back out to you, a lot of times it's control over you and it realizes their control is actually slipping. Okay, like this might be an attempt of like, I need to get back in her life because she's starting to pull away. She's starting to realize that I'm as toxic as what I am. This is why it's essential to go no contact. You see, if you don't go no contact, then the narcissist is able to slowly integrate back into your life. So I had someone and they were completely no contact and they were no contact for a while. And then they let one phone call in, just one. And then the next week it was two phone calls. The next week it was three phone calls. The next week, and all of a sudden they're back in this whole relationship. It's very slow, it is very subtle. Like we don't just say, hey, go no contact because we're trying to be like an asshole to the narcissist. We're just saying no contact is for you to help you grow and to help make sure that you don't slip back into the rumination, into the trauma bond, whatever level it's going to be. Majority of times, if a narcissist, a narcissist will know if I get in front of you, like face to face, like you're not gonna be able to say no. That's why sometimes they'll try to make sure they call or they FaceTime or they come over because they know if I can do this, they're gonna cave. They're gonna fall through. They're gonna actually come back to me. And so this aspect of being able to contact you sometimes is to elicit that response and to reestablish control, to hoover you back and to control you. A lot of times this will happen when you start to move on. And people find this like freaky, but it's almost like a sixth sense of nurses like, oh, 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 they're moving on, let me contact. Happens so often, you would be surprised, like so often. If that happened to you, just out of curiosity, if that happened to you, leave a comment down below to see like how many people this actually happened to because we see it happen so often. It's almost like a, an eerie thing, okay? But it's like when the narcissist knows like, yeah, it's about time, I need to recontact. So you need to be careful because narcissists will feel threatened of the loss of control and they'll seek to reestablish it, okay? So when they see you moving on, maybe with someone else, maybe they wanna establish control, maybe they're looking for the validation for the attention, all those are pieces that I did as well, okay? So you need to understand like this is very real, it's not me just making up stuff, okay? If you're at the place where you're like, I don't need know like the next step, how do I actually break free? Or maybe you're at the step of like, hey, this is a narcissist talking to us about narcissists, I don't know if I actually trust this, go to escapetoxicity.com and check out the seven day challenge that we have for $7, okay? In this challenge, you start to learn what is narcissistic abuse, what is reactive abuse, what about the guilt and the shame that I feel, like was it my fault that I caused this, all those kind of questions. We start to lay a foundation. 
Then we have you graduate from that into our clarity challenge to help you understand how to actually break free, how to break the trauma bond, how to be able to work on you changing your mindset, changing your growth. If you want to interact with me, more of an accelerated program that we have inside of our Thriver community, love to interact with you. You can go to rawmotivations.com, sign up there for the one-on-ones. Would love to help you partner to move forward into who you're called to be. The goal is that we actually help you move in your healing journey to change to a growth mindset to continue to maximize who you are regardless of what happened in the past.